she leads, she thrives. The home of inspired conversations, practical and creative wisdom, expansive leadership and business insights, abundant braggadocious moments of celebration, and useful info you can actually do something with. You'll hear about mindset, marketing, money, magnetism, self-awareness and the Thrive Factor framework, its archetypes and more. Amplify your role as a leader, a self-led soul. Tap into your effortless success zone. Turn your ingeniousness and wisdom into profitable income streams. From solo shows to guests you definitely want more from, there's something for every ambitious, ingenious soul. I'm Shannon Dunn, a true OG of the business coaching space with an obsession with thriving. You are so welcome here. Let's dive into today's episode. When it comes to leadership and business, I found it both interesting and useful to reflect on what has supported me the most. And in the Thrive Factor world, it's frequently the same things I find have also supported my clients the most. And one of the most significant supports, and I 100% believe untapped superpowers, is that of self-awareness. Coming from a corporate background, I heard self-awareness and all versions of knowing yourself better referred to frequently as soft skills. And even back then, some two decades ago, I found this to be a kind of a weird description of the personal development myself and my colleagues at the time were occasionally supported to engage in. Anything to do with better knowing yourself is, in my opinion and experience, one of the most important things to invest in. Welcome to She Leads, She Thrives. I'm your host here at the podcast, Shannon Dunn, and I'm delighted to be back with a new episode. Having hosted a couple of podcasts in the past, I've always found that choosing what to share with you in these solo episodes, a bit of an interesting thing to navigate. Now, that's not because I'm unsure of what it, to share or question the content I love to talk about and teach. It's actually the opposite. I have so much I want to share and totally believe in what it is in my heart at the time that asked to be the feature of an episode. I love this clarity and confidence because I have profound and evolving self-awareness. And when I say profound, I mean having significant understanding. Now, I don't know all there is to know about me, about who I am, which is why I also consider my self-awareness to be evolving. Truly an evolutionary experience, if you like. Sometimes it feels like I have reached my edges, have a complete sense of who I am. And then other times being at that very edge shows me there is so much more to know and understand. Now, at, in the past, like many times over, like I imagine a lot of people, I would have considered that those edgy spots to be signs that I didn't know much or enough. Sometimes I didn't know anything. And it makes me think of the saying, the more you know, the more you don't know. I now understand because I have such significant self-awareness, thanks to decades of investing time, energy and money into learning more about me, where those thoughts, beliefs and responses came from in the past. I can see aspects of myself through the lenses of the different things I've engaged in. 
And when it comes to my Thrive Factor archetypes, I know what used to be my reality of that questioning what I know and wondering if I knew enough is 100% influenced by my mentor teacher archetype. Through the very practice of self-awareness, I've come to see and to know these edges now to be spaces and places of growth and deepening awareness of who I am, my purpose, my place in the world, my future, my legacy, my influence, my impact on myself and on others. So what is self-awareness? Let's unpack that for a moment. In its simplest form, I've always seen it as a knowing yourself. Awareness for me is another word for knowing. That's how I've always understood it. And the self bit literally focuses the practice of, of being aware on yourself. So why is it an untapped superpower? Well, the kind of the, the counselor, the psychologist, the therapist in me has a very kind of lived in a, a learned experience of this. And then the human being who's chosen to invest in self-awareness has another view. But what I definitely know is that when you don't have self-awareness and its counterpart, self-understanding, you'll be missing insight into things like your beliefs, your thought patterns, your values, behaviours and why you do or respond the way you do to certain things and your emotional responses and their impact. And without insight into those kind of aspects of self, you can be left questioning yourself, judging yourself, criticising yourself, comparing to others and then doing more questioning, more judging, more criticising, deciding something's wrong with you, believing that if you just fix that is that kind of invisible thing, you'd be all good and on the path to success you've dreamed of. It can leave you choosing to believe in the unhealthy and unhelpful thoughts and self-talk that you dish out, thinking you're a failure, experiencing self-esteem and confidence challenges, wondering why you felt such big or confusing emotions about something and labelling those emotions as bad in some way. We could totally add to this list, but I think you get the reality and the potential here of what could happen. And I'm sure you've experienced one or more of these, maybe all of them at some time or another. I'm here to be honest with you. I've definitely experienced all of them at some point. Sometimes some of them layering together. Let's be, let's be real here. And it's not that I don't have these things rise up now. The difference is I'm aware of what's contributing to them. And I also have ways to work with water rises so I can deepen my self-awareness and understanding and perhaps do things like choose differently, choose to believe differently, choose to think differently, choose to act differently. Now, just recently, I wrote a piece of content to share on my socials about disenchantment. Let me share more of it with you as a way um, to give you insight into how I use the Thrive Factor framework and my archetypes to expand self-awareness and to therefore feel empowered and focused, clear, confident, those kind of things. What I shared was disenchantment is a thing that can happen to the most inspired, energized, love my business, souls and leaders. I looked up the meaning of this word after I found myself writing in a journaling session. And it means a feeling of disappointment about someone or something you previously respected or admired. It also means disillusionment. And when I thought about this in relation to business and leadership, even life, I felt it was a highly relevant term right now along with that 
extra piece of disillusionment. Let's be real, there's been a lot going on the last few years, no denying that. I've particularly seen a lot of people struggling with the shifts in the coaching industry that I'm in, both clients and coaches. This felt to me that there's been more people questioning things that used to make sense to them and used to guide them and make them feel supported, both ways of working and the people that they've looked up to and followed and learned from. For some, the business landscape has felt freer and easier than ever. And for others, it's felt and been harder than they've ever experienced or imagined, irrelevant of where they're at in their business or leadership journey. And let's, you know, be real here. Both kinds of feelings and the reality goes with them exist all the time. But in the midst of the realities of leading a business and leading a life, it can be easier to focus on what's not working when things aren't feeling free and abundant. In these instances, I go straight to my four Thrive Factor archetypes and I explore the potential challenges of each, where those challenges have become actualized, and the shadow of each archetype. I've done this a lot, particularly in the last three years, since there were significant shifts in my personal reality that had me questioning a lot of things. And then, you know, the world around us has been shaken up in ways we never imagined. In this space, though, I remember. I remember who I am and what I can feel and experience from the lens of my archetypes. I also remember that I have significant and easy to access strengths that I can rely on to support and guide me in times of feeling disenchantment and disillusionment. And even I'd add in there lost. They're not bad feelings. I don't label them. I let them be what they are in the moment. I give myself space and then I begin to more consciously tap into those strengths. And you can do this too, easily for yourself and for, say, your clients if you're in business or for the people that you care about. You don't have to know your Thrive Factor archetypes to do this. Look to whatever framework or system or self-awareness kind of experience that you've had in the past, something you actively do now, whatever it is. Now, what I shared is one of my many self-awareness practices that I regularly engage in, not just in relation to disenchantment arising. When I shared this on my socials, it got some interesting responses and I wasn't surprised. There was a lot of resonance and some chatting and comments back and forth about being mindful when you've felt or known disenchantment and then actively choosing to, say, return to work through what's contributing to that, to that reality. I'm so happy that I trusted my instincts and, you know, and then shared it with you. Now, as I said to Katie, who commented and shared her experience of this, that kind of space of disenchantment, it's an interesting time to navigate. Definitely something I've experienced more than once in my close to 17 years in business. And I felt it's part of one of the business seasons that I've been writing about and kind of trying to understand. And there's so much more that I'm going to unpack around that and distill before I share more. But what I've come to know is that when you ground in your values and your strengths, then you're creating great foundations. Now, having great foundations or whatever other words you want to use to describe your support systems is an active self-awareness practice. So let me share a little bit about my foundations from a feelings and behaviours perspective. If anything feels stuck, frustrating, annoying, overwhelming, or I feel completely disconnected or uninterested in something that I've said and felt is important to me, I know these are signs for me to focus on what I know about who I am what I want to do, be, have, and become. 
and also to reflect on the kind of life, work and experiences I want to enjoy. You know, what feels like thriving to me? And I've come to understand that these feelings and behaviours are my signs to pay attention to. I like a compass, if you like. And I know that it's because of my depth of self-awareness and that I know the importance of witnessing these things when they arise and trusting when and how to respond to them. Each one of the things in my list relates directly to an aspect of one or more of my four Thrifactor archetypes. These things are signs and potential challenges, you know, becoming actualized. And I know that when these potential challenges and these particular things are my reality, they're not an invitation to go into judgment or criticism. My self-awareness knows that they're an opportunity to be more compassionate and conscious to how I feel, how I respond, what I do and don't do. It's a space now of curiosity that opens. And with that, I can mitigate the potential negative influence of thoughts, beliefs, and behaviours that previously could have, and I can tell you have done definitely, have derailed me. So as a practice for today, so you can do something useful and practical with this episode, I invite you to take some time to write down feelings and things that you do or don't do that you know are signs to pay attention to. This could be the start of or expansion of your self-awareness, and that'll be such a gift. If you know your Thrifate archetypes, I encourage you to look there. If you don't know them, well, what else have you used to grow your self-awareness and become more in tune with who you are? Use that. Now, as motivation, let me share with you something I love. One of the licensed Thrifate coaches often says this about meeting her archetypes and then the process that she followed on with of intentionally learning about each of them in depth and actively engaging in self-awareness through this lens. She says that knowing why I do the things I do has freed me from decades of judgment and even guilt. I now understand what part of me is asking for kindness and support, and I can give that to myself. Self-awareness might be viewed as a soft skill in some aspects of the business world. It might be seen as an indulgent thing by some people in your life. It might feel at times like a waste of time. I have a final thought to share with you in a moment, but if you'd like to share your thoughts on today's episode or ask a question, please reach out to me over on Instagram. You can find me at Shannon underscore the Thrive Factor. Send me a DM there or email through to hello at thrivefactorco.com and Team Thrive Factor will be sure to make sure I get your message so I can respond. If you want to know how to discover, how to, I should say, discover your Thrifactor archetypes, you can learn more at thrifactorco.com forward slash links. And if you want to know more about the professional coaching certification infused with the Thrifactor framework, the only one of its kind in the world, then and how you can become part of a unique community certified to use the Thrifactor framework and its expansive coaching methodology to either start or evolve your business, then email hello at thrifactorco.com and we can let you know about our next intake and how to register your interest. But let me leave you with this final final thought for today about a topic of self-awareness. Would there be such an obsession with things like personality quizzes and assessments, human design, Myers-Briggs, DISC profiling, emotional intelligence, nervous system regulation, trauma response in the coaching world, if self-awareness was just a nice thing to have, a soft skill to do if you've got time. 
Let me leave you with that to have a think about. Be sure to subscribe to the She Leads, She Thrives podcast so you don't miss an episode. Share with your friends and clients on, on and on your socials. Leave me some love with a rating on your favorite listening app so more people can tune in and join us. Until next episode, I wish you an abundance of thriving in genius, ambitious soul. And always remember, you are a superstar. Keep shining, keep thriving. Thanks for tuning into today's episode. You are so valued and appreciated. Aside from this podcast, my favorite place to hang out online is definitely Instagram. So come and join me, Shannon underscore the Thrive Factor. And no, my DMs are always open for genuine questions and connections. For all the latest Thrive Factor goodness, visit thrivefactorco.com forward slash links, where you'll find more about thriving in life and business. Be sure to subscribe and rate the show and share it with your friends. Let's amplify thriving the world over.